0: Swag
1: them and welcome to another Is episode it, of the Sartor Geek it. Podcast by Webster Style. We'll be we talking about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance. Let's jump right into it with the download. Now, one of my most exciting or excited games that I've been excited for, um, releasing this year was Goldeneye. Well, they finally released Goldeneye. 964, Golden 9007, 007, whatever name you want to call it, on Nintendo Switch and the Xbox via Game Pass. Now, these two games are ports of the original with the Xbox version speaking or featuring upgraded visuals to, I believe, 4K, uh, also online, not online, but local multiplayer, while the Nintendo version only has online multiplayer. I don't understand why they did this. I'm assuming it has something to do with the licensing where they wanted to make each game distinct and unique, which I don't know, I don't care. Um, It does kind of suck not being able to play GoldenEye online on the Xbox series of platforms, but it has been a game that I've enjoyed. Now, if you're not familiar with GoldenEye, and if you're not, where have you been for the past 25, 26 years? Uh, It is a video game adaptation of the, I believe it was 1995, James Bond movie, which reinvigorated the franchise starring Timothy, not Timothy Dalton, uh, Pierce Brosnan, who replaced Timothy Dalton. And in the game, you follow the course of the movie from beginning to end, recreating uh, very pixelated, blocky uh, moments from the movie as you go through in this FPS from originally developed by rare now one of the reasons why this game is so uh, held in such high regard is that it was really the first FPS on consoles that people really ran with it was so easy even on that weird Nintendo 64 joystick it was so easy to jump into and play And that was not the case for first-person shooters uh, back in the day. Uh, And that was really the biggest one on any platform until Halo redefined things about four or five years later when it dropped on the Xbox. But the second part of it was the multiplayer. The multiplayer aspect of that game was just so fun and infectious. I, I hate to even compare it to Halo again, but that is one of the things that really defined Halo was its local multiplayer for that first game. It's why so many people loved it because it was such an amazing event to play it with your friends. And GoldenEye was very much the precursor of all of the growth that the genre really had on the consoles. You know, I think that was probably... Maybe the first FPS I ever played. I don't know. Does Duke Nukem 3D count as a FPS or Wolf of Sun? I guess they do. But I guess I was a modern era first person shooter, you know, where everything's 3D and whatnot. I think that was the first one I ever played. And that's going to be the case for a lot of people, especially my age. And with GoldenEye, it was such a landmark and also even storytelling. It was a great story to tell. It really encapsulated the movie uh, very well and for the time the people look like they did in the movie but more importantly the multiplayer the multiplayer opened up a wide variety of James Bond rogues that were not in the GoldenEye movie including Jaws including our job. it was just really awesome and then the proximity mines <sighs> blowing people up with those are getting blown up and just you and your boys oh how many 13 14 deep on the little crt tv just enjoying themselves having fun and bonding over in golden so i was very excited when the game dropped and i have been playing it and oddly enough since i didn't own the 64. uh i've never played through the campaign i just at my time at the time my friend who owned the 64 that we all played uh we, I watched him play, never really got into it in that aspect when I was younger. But now I am having a fun time just playing to the game, really checking it out, looking at it, putting it through its paces, seeing how it really compares to the movie for the first time in 25, 26 years. So I'm enjoying it. So if you have uh, the Nintendo experience, uh, online expansion pack it comes with that as part of the n64 collection Uh, if you're on xbox it is on game pass and also if you have the rare replay you can download it to own as well so that's my download of the week golden eye on the nintendo switch as well as the xbox family of systems via Game Pass. Now, there are no short takes today because there's a lot to talk about about movies and TV and cartoons. I guess cartoons really are on TV as well in many respects. Well, James Gunn has finally announced the slate of, or the state of the DC universe going forward and announced the first slate of projects that are planned to come from this new universe. Now, in that, he basically said that the current movies that are there are all going to tie into everything that's coming. So Shazam ties into Flash. Flash is just what we all thought it would be. It would be a soft reset a la Flashpoint uh, for the series. And then the Blue Beetle movie is coming out as well as the Aquaman. And the Aquaman movie is going to somehow play into the newly announced Superman legacy movie which is not starring Henry Cavill so those are the movies that are on the slate so that's the EU, which are going to now morph and become the DC universe now the movies like the Batman Joker and those other properties that are outside of the dc universe are going to be dc elsewhere worlds which makes perfect sense so teen titans go those sort of things that are existing properties that are still on uh superman and lois as well on the cw all different universes different realms not the main dc universe proper now with this new announcement this first chapter is called gods and monsters everything is going to be tied together uh movies TV, as well as video games that are going to be coming forward. So he announced a bunch of different projects. Uh, the first one up is Creature Commandos, and this is uh, an animated series written by Gun himself. It's going to be seven episodes, I believe, and it's going to tie directly into the live action universe with characters moving in and out of mediums so voice actors on the show will play the real characters um, in live action television series as well as uh, movies so that's going to be interesting. Creature Commandos is also going to Uh, see the return of weasel who we saw in suicide squad and shotgun is uh slated to return as a character so with rick flag senior nina malarsky dr phosphorus Eric frankenstein gi robot and weasel are all going to comprise the creature commandos which is going to be a seven episode series basically amanda waller needs a different sort of team for a black ops uh out of monstrous prisoners so basically she needs a new suicide squad but just made up of monsters then speaking of Amanda Waller Viola Davis is reprising her role of Amanda Waller and in this case this is going to be a live action series uh, that's going to be written by writers from both Watchmen and Supernatural where it's going to be I would say a loose sequel or continuation of Peacemaker so peacemaker team is going to be a part of this series with amanda waller so this is going to be interesting uh um, right right davis just chews up the scene anyway so it's going to be pretty good Uh, then the next show is one i think that we have all been eagerly waiting for and this is going to be lantern chess green lantern is finally going to come back and get some justice in live action and it's going to focus on both john stewart and Hal jordan and it's going to be set on Earth, and it's going to also feature Guy Garden, which is going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be like a true detective uh, meets Green Lantern, Space Cops thing. So, just that premise alone sounds really fascinating and very interesting. The next up is one that I think that no one saw coming, uh, and James Gunn is definitely picking out of the Marvel playbook of really pushing to the forefront and utilizing more obscure properties in the DC universe. But next up is The Authority, which is a series that was initially created under Wildstorm before Wildstorm purchased, excuse me, DC purchased Wildstorm many, many years ago and incorporated that universe into theirs. So essentially they're composed of a team of superheroes Assess, obsessed with saving the planet to the extent they're willing to cross moral lines and ideologies often mirroring that of a villain. So this is going to be a different take on the superhero genre if done right. So I'm interested in seeing that the authority, I'm thinking most like the boys. Oh, and this is one thing. The movie is going to range from PG-13 or the, the programming is going to range from PG-13 to R. So we are going to get some R-rated movies uh, and series in this. I, I can imagine is going to be R. Uh, same with probably Authority. I can see Authority not being an R-rated movie, so I would expect the budget to be a little bit lower as well. Then there is Paradise Lost. So, that whole Wonder Woman thing is still up in the air as far as Gal Gadot when she surpri- reprised herself as Wonder Woman. Well, that's still up in the air, but we have a live action television series set on Themyscira called paradise lost uh where basically it's almost like game of thrones with west but all the inhabitants are, are of paradise island so we're going to see a lot more of the drama political intrigue and explore the rules sets of rules and lore behind the banishing of all men from the territory so that's going to be very interesting when that finally drops then we have the return this is probably the one i'm most excited about and it is the brave and the bold so this is going to be the dc universe's batman batman is returning in live action form with robin this robin is damian wayne a little psychopathic robin assassin killer himself so i'm very curious to see this movie and how he is portrayed i am really hoping they are accurate with the ethnicity of Damian Wayne because a lot of people don't realize that he's he's not white, um, especially the way he's drawing it even color sometimes in the comics. Um, there's going to be a lot of backstory but I'm glad this is a Batman movie without an origin uh, much like what we really learned with uh, Even the Spider-Man, how Marvel kind of upended that uh, mythos with the latest Spider-Man trilogy, which I thought was done really well to give us something new and refreshing. I'm looking forward to the Brave and the Bold giving us something new and refreshing as well, even though the Batman did a pretty good job of that also. This is just a different story, and I'm looking forward as well. Then we're getting a television adaptation of Booster Gold. Now, this is a series that I think... That will be really good, especially if it's played as a comedy. Now, Booster Gold, if you're not familiar, is a character that came back from the future uh, with gadgets and stuff to be a hero. Basically, he was like the first reality television person. So I'm really looking forward to what they do with that. And hopefully they're able to really make an interesting and compelling series from that. And next up is Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, which is described as an epic sci-fi movie that would explore unique, jaded version of Kara And this is based off of the uh, series of the same name by Tom King. So I am not that familiar. Uh, so in this case, Kara grew up on a floating hunk of Krypton hurling somewhere out of the galaxy having to witness people die all around here in terrible ways so this is again one of those things that i'm excited for because i am looking forward to different takes on these characters and to really show something different than what we've seen from the dc universe um as a whole in the past 20 years or so so i'm definitely looking forward to that one and then we're coming back to something that I am really really excited. I'm excited for everything in this slate of DC uh, films but we're going to get a Swamp Thing film which is going to be uh, different but still feed into the DC universe uh, it is going to be for us in an origin story of the character so it's going to be interesting I really hope the Floronic Man is going to be his nemesis in this movie I just think that will be really awesome uh, the introduction I believe it's Jason Woodrow as a Floronic man uh, that storyline back in the day has a very special place in my heart as far as really getting me into the character of Swamp Thing so I'm I'm, I'm hoping that happens for this movie but nonetheless I'm excited Swamp Thing has had some pretty good to decent adaptations over the years regardless of it's been uh, the Wes Craven movie, or well, the, the sequel, which was a bit more hokey and schlocky uh, to that USA TV series, to the TV series you just did. And then uh, what I'm probably most familiar with is the and the TV series, the cartoon, where it was like an environmental sort of character uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. There was a lot of that back then, but I am very much interested. I'm interested in this whole slate of DC films. One of the things I really really like is that it's different it is not the same old same old it is not the same characters i know that yeah you need the big three those are priority but one of the things marvel did well which i'm not saying dc should or shouldn't be doing but one of the things they did well was to really take characters that they could develop that for the most part people didn't have this preconceived attachment attachment of what they should be like Um, Even with Iron Man, let's be frank, Iron Man was a C-list Avenger before the first Iron Man movie. He was never been as popular before those movies came out. And they were able to really interpret that character into what they needed him to be for that universe. Uh, Same same with Cap. Cap is this beacon of, of light, but they really were able to mold and shape and grow these characters in a way they wanted to without a lot of the preconceived constraints obviously because the previous films and things they've had have just really tanked and sucked so no one has a favorite superman or favorite captain america because there isn't one no one has a favorite version of the fantastic four because there really isn't a great version of the fantastic four but People have their favorite Batman. Why? Because there have been some good Batman movies. People have their favorite Superman. Why? Because at least two out of the three that we've had on the big screen have been good as far as playing the role. Brandon Rolfe got some redemption with the Crisis on Earth X, assuming Crisis on Earth storyline. But I'm still not going to count him because that movie was god awful and stupid. People have fond memories of Linda Carter's Wonder Woman and then now Gal Gadot. So... You have generations of people who have a preconceived notion of what this character is supposed to look like on a uh, live action medium. Marvel pretty much did it without having any characters that people have a preconceived notion about. Until we abstracted deal with Spider-Man. Even then, them and Sony were able to really do something new and creative for, a, for their universe with Spider-Man. So... DC is taking a page out of their playbook, and I applaud them on that. It cannot be easy coming into a situation and have basically things in motion and it falling apart and have such a a stink on it and try to essentially make gold out of, I wouldn't say poop, but uh, gold out of uh, copper, I will say. Uh, So it would be interesting to see how this shapes up over the next 10 years or so. I think it's a 10 year roadmap from what I understand so i'm looking forward to what dc does i am i love comics i love comic movies and i don't care what company it is i just want them to make good stuff which is why i can't wait to see shazam because the first one was good and the second one looks like it's gonna be even better so that's my take on the slate of the dc universe we're gonna take a break and then come back with some armani code A few months ago I had the opportunity to review the at the time new release Armani Code Parfum and as far as new releases are concerned and just overall fragrances in general it's one that I have really come to love and when this sample is gone I really might think about purchasing a full bottle or at least a small bottle of this one i really loved the versatility the classiness of it and that iris was just an excellent note uh, with the armani code dna well armani Giorgio armani has come back and now they've released an edt version of armani code and this one is going to be slightly different from a note breakdown perspective than its parfum older brother So with this one, you find top notes of green, mandarin, and orange. Heart notes of Provencal, lavender, and then base notes of cedarwood, tonka bean, and absolute. In comparison to the parfum, this one is lighter and softer, especially with that lavender. But the biggest omission is the lack of the iris in the parfum. It is one that is noticeable especially if you smell the parfum before i am somewhat at a disadvantage when even really reviewing this or really giving an unbiased opinion because i thought the parfum was so good so it seems like a little defeatist to smell this and to smell that dna you can smell that dna it smells like the parfum but missing that iris note that really just makes it pop is it's it comes off sort of lackluster because of how boisterous in comparison the parfum is. Now, it is an Eau de Perfume concentration. EDT is not going to be as uh, long-lasting. However, I find that I have gotten about, what, at the time of this recording, it's been about six hours plus since I initially sprayed it. And it is going pretty strong it's a, a nice skin scent i am really getting a lot more of the cedarwood and the tonka bean um at this point really the cedar the lavender is really the star of this show but i will also say that is lackluster in that as well when i think of other fragrances that have really amazing lavender notes, like zahar of signature pro home it it pales in comparison to to those as far as the lavender and the softness and the in some cases, refreshingness of the lavender uh, that I found on other fragrances. While well, this one is very just, it's okay. It is a nice fragrance, don't get me wrong, but there are better ones out there. And frankly, if I'm getting Armone Code anything, and this is what I recommend to you as well, if you're looking at Armone Code, I would definitely say get Armone Code Parfum before you get the EDT. The EDT is nice, the EDT, like it says, it's soft it's a bit fresher has great longevity but it does not project in the same way and if you're looking for something that has a prominent lavender note there are other fragrances that are going to do you better for the same price point but all in all like i said that's my experience with armani codes or the toilette know pick yourself up a sample let me know what you think or if you're looking for other lavender fragrances let me know or give me some recommendations of lavender ones now that's it for me as far as fragrances because this is actually what i'm wearing today Uh, so armani code EDT is my fragrance of the day. It's what I'm wearing. So you already know what I think about it. So let's get down to how can you support the Sartorian Geek podcast? Well, first of all, you can support us on Patreon by either being a producer, associate, associate producer, Producer or executive producer for one three or five dollars and are different rewards with each one of those tiers. you can also uh, Purchase something from Pete and Pedro. I've talked to you before about how much I love their fragrances uh, Purchasing them of my own money. No kickbacks no discounts I'm absolutely in love with villain and their slate of five fragrances are all 50 mls for 49 bucks And anything else on the site You can get off your first purchase using the uh, code ehawks10 or the link in the show notes or if you're looking for a different type of energy drink i suggest you check out w energy drink get 10% off your first purchase with the code WebSaman or the link in the show notes and as far as i'm concerned you can find me everywhere around the webs multiple times a week in multiple places and the list of places is growing you can find me every week of course on the end rw checkpoint with brian Saz talking about the latest releases in video games and pertinent video game news you can now also find me every week on the k fabi baby the nrw ring generals podcast with the legend kuya p and sean mango talking about the biggest topics in the world in wrestling uh, also find me on social media on instagram at Webster stars to your geek Find me on Twitter at Webster Style. Find me on TikTok at underscore style Make sure to drop me an email, info webstyle magazine.com. Of course, anything and everything that is Webster Style can be found at Webstyle.com. Again, I thank you for your time. So thank you for you listening Remember, teal teal your listening here. Remember, stay safe out there and be blessed. Don't get me wrong, I think we
0: killed in the birthdays. And you picked the hell of it for the church day. Let's say you picked the risk game for oh, it. Now you got the floor, fill up bras that you purchased. Pick a color scheme that can mess with very corset. Yeah, get the very cream, very yeah. cream, very cream. Get the berry cream. Yeah. Scene, Cause yeah. no one man should have all that stylin. Take it out, clothes on the floor pile and no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Cause <laughs> no one man should have all that stylin'. Take it out, clothes on the floor, and No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Let's see what it seems. If it is what it seems. Do it again. Now, Chicks be looking thick yeah. leggings, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Take a hint, though. Don't try to get me at a moment. No, no. though Smoking hot, rocking this pen, So oh. thin, tie, hairline, looking like a stencil. So pimp, no lie of shopping in the U.S. So instrumental. Plain dang homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang, bang, honey. Bang, See bang, them plain James, plain, honey. James, them James, honey. plain friends, honey. We tell James. it, crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, momie. Hey, hey. Look a lady, main thing. want me on the scene, fit popping like a main vein, running blood color lips, smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding back, kind of funny. Can you tell me what's the price of the Range Rover? Hang on me when we walking, looking Gucci, like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a lip like an ankle sprained on me. Yeah, I rock the cardigan. She don't really want me because one man should have all that take it on the floor, passing no wonder. Styling, take it up, clothes on the floor, pal, and the one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you want to? Oh, I completely read that wrong.